Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Pillow Fort Pub. I'm Anime Flux, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, His Act. Hello. And we've got special co-host with us today, Renezuo. Hello. <laughs> and, uh, and today's special guest is TOH Draws, also known as The Other Half Draws. Welcome to the show. What's <laughs> up, guys? Your, I was gonna say, your voice changed dramatically in the last I know, it's ten amazing. seconds. Welcome, yeah. uh, Miss Piggy, to the show. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, oh, we're on the Muppet Show now. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, guys. Yeah, Pleasure absolutely. to finally be able to talk talk with you all. Absolutely. Um, now, other half, your work. Correct me if I'm wrong. Your work is mostly comprised of uh, animations, uh, still images, and comics. Yep, pretty much comics, animations, and pinups. That's pretty much pretty much covers it in a broad subject, I'd say. Is there one that you uh, favor over the other? Like, which one's more fun for you to work on? I mean, by default, it's pr it's pretty much going to be my personal project. So I've been uh, just in the last couple months i've actually started up my own webcomic series i call scrawled so uh, i've been uh, it's, it's something i've had my character uh, a lot of my characters the most well-known one is nira one of my ocs i created is she the redhead and, yep she's the redhead okay and uh like originally i created her just for like the eye candy appeal as a mascot for like the porn profile and all that but but in the last year i've been trying to devote more into actually creating like a world and a story for her as well as other characters so I'm putting awesome. a lot of my effort into that now is that something you are is that something you'd like to go into at all like what just a basic gist of what the story's about or should people just go read it um it's I, I, I can give a broad idea of it at least it's kind of, at least of the world that it's in it's it's gonna revolve around near and her friends and there's like um a lot of other characters I haven't introduced yet but um the idea is it's a world basically revolving around the idea that everybody is split into two groups either a brawler or a scholar so like when you're brought up you're either brought up as a physical person or a like a an intellectual person so i'm gonna be going into aspects of that i'm currently in more of a prologue chapter so i haven't delved too much into that world yet but it's gonna be something i'm gonna start broadening more on in the next uh hopefully in the next chapter sweet this is a is it a fantasy setting or modern or Something a, little, else? a little bit of both. It's definitely more modern, but I do have elements. Like I am going to have characters like of uh, diverse characters. Like it's definitely got some demon elements to it, and just a eh, general term, I guess. But okay. definitely more modern. Okay, cool. Um, if someone wants to go read this, where can they go read it? Um, if you can see the well, I should say in general, my Twitter is at T-O-H Draws. Uh, that's where you can find most of my work, um, at least my public work. I also have a Newgrounds page um, under the other half. Um, but if you want to see my most recent stuff, as much as I hate to plug the pay thing already, I mean, it's always no, on please. Patreon. <laughs> no, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah so. man, you're your own best advocate. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a Patreon called the uh, at the other half. So um, 
can find you can find it there. I just it always feels so weird, especially to go right off the bat and say, "Hey, give me money, give me money." Huh, huh, no, huh. man. <laughs> I think everyone gets it at this point. Like, yeah, right. we we gotta we gotta we gotta eat. You they know. knew what yeah. this was. <laughs> it's funny because a while back, like I want to say, like. 10 or so years ago it was like disgusting to quote sell mm. out like yeah. that oh, yeah. mm. before patreon the whole pa patreon coming along completely changed everyone's mind because yeah. yeah. it used to be like just dirty and oh and you get exiled even that took a while to happen though like yeah Patre patreon happened and the very first reaction from a lot of people was like oh my god look at all these sellouts and now it's such an accepted yeah. part of the landscape you know oh. yeah. Well, yeah even then i, I think i think the only place you can't right now I, th I think right now is is reddit i think it's still taboo for you to go in there and Start well, they don't yourself. allow they don't allow self-promotion on reddit yeah no yeah, okay. you, you can't most wow. most of the subreddits you can't link out to anything that is monetized um or anything like that. you can so, post your own thing and just be like look what i made so people can leak your content it. onto reddit yes. but they can't yeah. actually say where to go and they're, oh no, they're allowed to post they're allowed to post the source in the comments but you're not you yeah. are not allowed to yeah mm -hmm. post your own source uh, uh, that's weird Okay, yeah, it's 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 a weird thing right now because the idea of like basically crowdfunding artist sources is still still kind of new. Like I said, it's within like the last five to ten years that there's still plenty of. It's still not super widely accepted there's still plenty of people i get i see every once in a while saying it's like i'm not gonna pay for content what the hell what are you doing it's like yeah. like dude it's like you don't go to a comic book store pick up a comic read it and then put it back and just leave i mean i'm sure the people that do, <laughs> sure people but, do but those are called douchebags I, yeah, you know? I used to, <laughs> to leave though they get asked to leave yeah, yeah. i worked in a, I worked in a comic store when i was uh when i was younger when it was like I was like 17 or 18 around there and I, we used to have to tell people hey this ain't a library <laughs> yeah they just mm -hmm. sit there pop open a comic basically get through the whole thing put it back or they do it with like uh, D, D source books and stuff like that well i mean have you guys been to like a barnes and noble in the past 10 years because like that's when i go in we have one bookstore in town now that every other bookstore got run out of business i guess but mm. it's barnes and noble and you go in there and you go over to the manga section and there's just kids and teenagers sitting on the floor for like in in all the aisles reading manga for that exact purpose. Like they're they're not going to buy it. They're going to read wild. the newest issue and then leave while their mm -hmm. mom and dad are my, walking uh, around the store. My town's Dish library bags. actually has manga in it. Yeah. No, well, yeah. it's it's becoming more widely accepted. Like a lot more libraries are starting to have like anime in the DVD section and manga and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the yeah. nerd nerd culture is kind of becoming the norm yeah yeah i wish it had been when i was in school but uh <laughs> yeah not so much nice right Kids yeah i mean i yeah. want to say like i saw when i first got when i first moved away from maine and i moved out to colorado uh way back in the day the library there had some some dragon ball z manga in it and I, that blew my mind at the at the time. That was that was huge. I was like, oh my god! Like how how is this how is this like so progressive? You know. And then, <laughs> yeah. Now it's now it's not such a big deal. But you know, it was it was, it was big back, back then. Back in uh, like junior high and high school for me, it was the time when like just seeing anything Japan related in stores like Walmart or Target or anywhere was just like, what? Wait, this is coming over here now? What is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. 
Yeah. Like the the ability to go anywhere and find just like a shitty VHS tape of really old Dragon Ball Z episodes or Sailor Moon or <laughs> Robotech or something. I was just like, oh, look at this. This is so cool, even though it's a shitty fan dub. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Yeah. I despised anime VHS when I was a, a kid because they could fit more than you know two or three episodes on them but <laughs> yep. they didn't they give you <laughs> they give you four that's all you get yeah. is four episodes yeah and it's like that's that you could fit more on there than that come on well, that's, still, that's still a thing you look at a lot of cartoons nowadays especially uh kids cartoons that come out on dvd and they'll release them on a dvd for 20 bucks and it's only like four episodes exactly yeah. exactly i have uh, fuck um people still I, buy dvds yeah. <laughs> hey, leave yeah. me alone. I'm, I'm still physical. I still like getting physical goods. Yeah. yeah. I like physical books, but I there's no I don't even have a DVD player. Oh uh, no, I, I mean that's, I that's a... what Xbox is for. That's exactly you beat me to it. I guess we have a PS4. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I basically my internet goes out far too often for me to go entirely streaming. Yeah. That's exactly oh. it. Like that's the only reason that I'm like, no, I still prefer physical because like unless you have fiber, then you run the risk of like, oh, uh, you know, your modem shitting out or the ISP doing whatever they do, and then you're like, well, now what? What am For I supposed me, to do? Read a fucking mm. book? You know? Yes. Okay. See, that's I think that's where we're different because I kind of like it when my internet goes out because it's like, oh my god, I finally have an excuse to not use my internet it's so freeing it's like yeah well i guess i'm gonna have to read a book i yeah. guess i finally. get what you mean i get what you mean but no my brain is telling me this steak is juicy and delicious keep me Don't plugged worry. into it's, the matrix you know everyone i know is the same Every, yeah. everyone i'm the, the weird thing, one the other yeah. thing i have uh issue with on streaming is uh like when netflix cycles things out you know, yes. oh, yeah. you're on streaming, but uh, evidently now I guess Netflix is putting on different versions of movies onto things like with yeah, uh, like Back, to, Back the to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't so that I'm like mm. the different version? Because I remember Back to the Future hearing there was some controversy. Like it was that one image that was censored on it is that what you're yeah, so there's about? there's the scene in back to the future 2 when he's got to go back and get that sports almanac and uh he sees that you know strickland's thrown it in the the trash and he's got to go get it and it turns oh out God, that, it's a, that it's that it's <laughs> uh yeah that it's it's ooh la la it's like a, it's a skin mag from that from that period and they cut that part out where he's like going through the magazine in disbelief that he went through all this trouble and they cut that whole thing out and that scene loses its impact because it, it jumps like they don't even edit the music. So it works. The music that like the score <laughs> just like cuts <laughs> and suddenly he's he's on the other side of the room calling up Doc on the radio. And we're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently, the directors weren't even aware that that was uploaded on the Netflix version. Apparently, it was um, they accidentally uploaded or somebody accidentally uploaded one of the foreign versions that had that censorship. Oh, wow. So that's, that's why it was, that's why it was corrected. Well, what? Oh, so they did correct it then? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, cool. Good. I didn't at hear about at the, least last the I heard it was. I was yeah. just. That's so strange. I was just watching Air Force One on there the other day, 
And for like a full minute and a half straight, the audio track just cut out completely. It was just dead silence. And like the movie was still going, people were still talking. I thought like, did my TV just die? And I like rewound <laughs> it a couple of times. And no, it was the audio track is actually messed up on Netflix. I'm like, how did someone let this by? Like quality control, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a classic of American cinema. How dare yeah, you? Like I want my family back. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought we could be friends. Oh, oh, <laughs> I lost my friend privileges. Oh, <laughs> oh I God, should use some no. of these damn. Uh... It's it's kind of an interesting time we're in is uh, with both movies that are going to streaming and video games with DLC the fact that like before t like 15 years ago it's like you get what you get but now if something something happens like you can they'll just update it in a week or something and you'll have a completely different version of it yeah yeah uh, sometimes for better sometimes for worse mm -hmm. um, like look at the uh the new versions that came out of was it like Warcraft three or something? Like they did a remaster oh, or something. And, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess people hated it. And now they're talking yeah. about doing a Diablo remaster. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I love Diablo. Like is Diablo two specifically. And I'm like one, God help me if that actually happens because Diablo two was my world of Warcraft. That's where I lost years of my life back in the day <laughs> to playing that fucking game. Yes. And like, if they remaster it and it's good, I worry about my business. But that, at the same mm. time, there's a high chance they're gonna fuck it up somehow. Oh, don't worry, they will. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have the best track record lately. Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved Blizzard. Like, that was the game company I grew up with. Like, I wanted to work for them, but they just seem so mm. not interested in making good games anymore. Just interested in the cash grab. Is, did they buy Activision or did Activision buy them? Activision no, Activision them. has owned Blizzard for a long yeah. time. Okay, and uh, a lot of a lot of so I I know a couple people who have worked for Blizzard or or do work for Blizzard. I think even a couple of you guys do, and um, we've had conversations. Uh, one of them, uh, he worked in like their uh, their QA, like he was a game master. And oh. so he'd run into these problems that players would bring up and he'd be like, you know, I actually kind of agree. So he'd run it up the, the poll and see what people said. And they're like, nah, performing as intended and just shut him down. Just tell him he was an idiot. And the more that this it cycled out and the more Activision people they got in there, the, the less they had uh, uh, devs who, who gave a shit if something was operating uh, in a fun way and yeah. rather just like, are they still paying? Is is it making money? Like yes. Right. Okay. Then why would we mess with it? Why would we? I mean, do that? Sad, like, sadly, that's not just Blizzard. That's yeah. a oh, lot yeah. of developers. I've heard from QA people, and that seems to be a common thing across the board. Like yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand with that that nerd culture is mainstream thing. Yeah. That we that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. But it's kind of. It's one of those things that's kind of a double edged sword, like from a business perspective, because like as far as like fixing glitches or making changes and stuff, there's there's only a certain amount of time that the developers can put into it, whereas like certain yeah, like certain things are less priority. Yes, that are not yeah. going to bother with those. You know, on the same subject that you just brought up, draws um, the uh, the thing about like you know, 15 years ago when you bought it you bought it and you played it and that's how it was um i was just bitching about this yesterday and it's a, it's a sore subject for me but i 
I love being able to put in a game, whether it's a cartridge, a disc, or, or whatever, and you hit play, and you play the game. Hell and yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. Whereas now it's becoming more and more common with I hit play launcher through the steam launcher. Yeah, here we go. A brand new fucking launcher. Hey, do you want to give us your Facebook information? Follow us on this. Do you you want to sign away your firstborn child? Exactly. Like, no, I just want to play the goddamn video game that I paid for. You know, who's another really big, uh, big offender. That is uh, Nintendo, actually, where if you downloaded a game for a certain thing, like, say, uh, what was the last the last one that just cycled out? Was it the Wii? I, c- I can't remember which one. Wii it was, U was Wii the U. last one before the Switch. Yeah, mm. periodically they will they will drop an older system, but they've had downloadable content and downloadable games for a few generations now on yes. Nintendo. And when they stopped support for that service, they're like, "Nope, you don't own this game anymore. It is it is ours." And then when you go to get the game again on a new system, like, "Oh, I want to play Mario Three again for the billionth time," they're like, "No, we're gonna try." you full price for that bud yep. full price oh pay up God, nintendo has just... nintendo has Sorry, a lot of issues a lot of issues personally with, with this kind of thing where it's like they never drop the prices or anything they mm-hmm. they nintendo always seems kind of behind the grid on uh, online components yes yeah and, consistently and especially with the idea of like they're always going after like you know rom hacks and emulators and that and the problem is that a lot of these like roms and emulators and stuff are the only way to play a lot of older games mm-hmm. yes because it's just because a lot of older games aren't in surplus anymore yeah so, I mean, right I, now I th- they've go ahead Ren. oh i was gonna say i think part of um them realizing that they can't charge full price for some of their old games now is is maybe what feeds into that remaster thing where they're like because nintendo will do it lazily like you get a remaster from blizzard at least they're doing like new character models that you do it from with nintendo and they're like no we just upscaled it to 1080p and it's like oh that don't look good at all (laughs) let's talk about skyrim uh oh! Uh, but it just works, Hizzy. It just works. <laughs> you guys got Skyrim on the smart fridge yet? I got that. <laughs> oh, they 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 just came out with another way for you to buy Skyrim again, and that's with e- ESO. That their new expansion is basically just Skyrim. Oh my god! I want to get that so bad now that you said that. <laughs> but also, I was oh just god, gonna yes. say, I just paid full fucking price for Fallout Four on VR. Yeah, I bet you did. Why do they like Bethesda is so bad with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. Like, okay, okay. Speaking of like stupid versions, like, you remember it was E3, I wanna say it was three or four years ago. Todd Howard got out on stage and started his his spiel. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, here we go. Ha ha, wink, nudge, like wink at the camera. Here's our next version of Skyrim. And it had uh, the Key and Peele. I don't remember which one's which, but (laughs) it had him on there and he was talking to his his Amazon device. I dare not say her name because mine will start talking. But (laughs) anyway, like, (laughs) yeah, that was self-aware. I thought that was a fucking joke. That's real. That actually it's, exists. Wait, it is? It, it yes. is, but it's not It's not the full version, though, right? Wasn't it just oh, some limited no. thing? I don't know. I didn't it's, bother to go far enough with it, but once I figured out it was real, I was like, I can't 
it's <gasps> can't it's believe it. <laughs> it's real, but it's not like the actual full game or anything. It's no, just, no, of course not. It's just like a, a chunk. It's basically were... as made as a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought they were just making fun of themselves. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah and right. I thought that too. But then I like actually one day I got curious and I asked mine to do the thing, and she goes, just she's like, you find yourself in a glade mm-hmm. with blah blah blah. What do you do? I'm like, are you for real right now? <laughs> oh, okay, that's not. The <laughs> I mean, same. they call that's they call it sky. Room VR, but it might as well just be like virtual D and D. Oh, Wait, that's all it is at that okay. point. Wait, on VR or uh, on, no, not uh, VR, but um, the Amazon. Uh, Amazon. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they do have Skyrim VR, and I'm probably going to end up paying full price for that too. <laughs> I have you, no self you, control. Are you one of the people that needs to buy it on every option possible? No, but I do have a Valve Index, and I need good games on there. Ooh. Yeah. Have you played Alex? I have, yeah. I didn't finish. I get too scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I will say because I've on, honestly, I've never been that big of like huge into VR or anything. I don't really care. Whatever. It always seemed kind of, kind of like the three D aspects of movies, where it always just seemed gimmicky to me. But right. I will say, like oh, I've Alex, I've watched, pl- yeah, I've watched plenty of footage of uh, of Half Life Alex, and this is probably the first time I've seen a VR game that that I could say to myself, okay this makes vr actually feasible as a game yeah uh-huh and that's just like the first one i'm so excited for like mm-hmm. what else is gonna so they're happen. gonna do more uh, half-life kind of has a reputation of setting oh. this the bar incredibly high <laughs> well so... they also have a reputation of not making a game for 20 years so <laughs> that's true but Half-Life, alex <laughs> dude when you're in that game it feels like you're actually there i know that sounds super cliche or whatever but like the attention to detail and the way that your virtual hands interact with objects and stuff is the first time like I got I guess I can't you can't explain it and you can't just watch a let's play of it. I mean you can because to see what the game is like but, but it's until not the you're same. until yeah. you're in there dude I was thinking like, about this last night like it's it just VR in general and what you must see on your end because like you play with me and a couple other people on the forest but mm-hmm. you played in VR and like the forest it's, it's jank as fuck, but, like, there are parts of it, especially in the caves, oh, that yeah. are just genuinely scary even on a PC. So uh-huh. to have fucking VR and you're in pitch blackness and then suddenly something comes out in front of you sprinting at your face in <laughs> yeah. the darkness, like, I would piss myself. So here's what's funny. This is, I keep saying this, that I wish Alex was multiplayer or at least two player because I'm a lot less scared when I have someone with me. When I'm alone, <laughs> like when I, when I died in the forest and you guys are still in the cave and I respawned in the plane and it was nighttime and there were dudes outside the plane making noise. I was like huddled on my floor, like not making any noise in real life. Cause I was like fucking shitting myself. My skin was tingling and sh- I was all alone in the dark. Oh god! Really? It's really yeah. scary. That's immersion for you. It is. It's so That's immersive. Really cool that we've gotten to that point. Yeah. Mm, you know uh, how uh, you guys think that's going to be something we're going to have to contend with in uh, in our sphere soon. That we're going to have to start VR coming porn? up with ways to oh, produce drawn Dude, VR because I I know there's regular VR porn. VR porn well, we're, game. We're I would half, do that. There we're are VR porn already. Yeah. 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 
There's I don't even know what games. the I don't even know what the tools are even to be no, able none to of us create do. that stuff. That's yeah. No, that's we need to wild. start getting into 3D stuff. Don't. I just got into animation. Don't make me start having to do 3D right now. Uh, well, unfortunately, I think 3D stuff is... Oh, boy. You're going to have a lot of fun dealing with UV mapping and muscle rigging. Uh-huh. I don't want to do it. I had Good all stuff. that shit back in college, and like I did fine at it then, but now I'm... Just, I don't want to do that. I want to go back. Don't yeah. make me go back. <laughs> I, I don't want to do animation in, in general. Like, actually, me going to school for animation was the strongest deterrent against me wanting to do animation. I, I you, fully you just didn't want to go to school for it? I, I, the thing was, is the, the reality of animation is that a lot of people go in and they want to be the concept artist or they want to be a character designer or they want to do uh, backgrounds or they want to do a lot of the stuff that is the simpler stuff. Whereas the actual animation, the sitting there and chugging and doing your in-betweens and doing keyframes and all this other stuff. That's the fun part. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to do that. And I'm one of them. I don't want to do that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then when it turned, when it came to 3d animation, it turns out like, the thing I'm good at is not the thing I want to do. So I want to I make understand. like I want to make cool characters, but the thing I'm good at is inorganic modeling, and it's boring. It's like yeah. sitting there, it's like oh, I'm gonna make a car, and it's gonna look pretty sweet, but it well, does that's not animation. That's character modeling. That's that is a thing. Like right. yeah, that's not know. animating. That's like modeling. yeah, but that's yeah. a different yeah. course. That's a different course in but school. You, I think yeah, when you go to when you go to school for it, you you have to learn all the individual pieces before you can then basically in your final year elect to specialize. Right. Yeah. And everything before that is like oh, we're gonna teach you all the shit you don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So that was the biggest deterrent for me. I'm like. Eh, Kind of on that, <laughs> kind of on that subject. Have you guys ever talked about the, uh, the controversy of going to art school or not? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've oh, talked yeah. about that oh, yeah. so much. We've pretty much that. come to a consensus, like because I I also went and got a degree in animation back in the day. So did um, you, son? Yeah, yeah, like a lot of us have a degree in that shit, and we're pretty Dusan, much I like has yeah, a you, masters, doesn't he? He's at least he, like two oh, credits Jesus. away from a masters. Yeah, he's yeah. still he's still going. I think <laughs> the but, funny um, thing is nobody even uses that degree. Nobody's animating. Flux is, well, is animating now. Kind of. I'm animating now. Twenty years later, finally, <laughs> literally twenty years later. But um, but that's the thing. Like everything that I know now about animation, I either already knew and had nothing to do with school. Or yeah. I had to teach myself slash get instruction from Hizzy because she's been using this particular program. Like, you can do all of this shit without school. A hundred percent. You know? Mm. Um, Wait, school are, are for you certain... formally are you formally trained? Me? Or... No, him. Him. Me? Other draws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yes and no, in that I have I have a bachelor's in media arts and animation, but it's from the Art Institute. Oh, so, uh, Art Institute worth. buddy, <laughs> Art Institute buddy, fist bump. Oh, yeah, bump. bam, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, are you aware of how much people are trying to sue them for, to get back student loans? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. kind of keeping an eye on it. I don't oh, think yeah, it's going to happen. Institute. Probably they, not. But... They, they keep shifting around their assets so much that you, you can't get a beat on them. They're very good at it. It, it helps that they were the Art Institute was owned <clears throat> by a company that... Um, is I forget how it works. They have like this little shell game of companies that mm. owned each other, 
and oh, eventually no. if you if you go up high enough you get to basically a, a quasi government organization that was lending to itself and it's like eh, if you hold them responsible then they're gonna have to come out and say that they were part of it so how likely mm. is it gonna happen i don't know yeah. so but i went to the art institute of the of new england in boston and then i transferred to the one in portland oregon and in the process despite the fact that they're the same i lost a third of my credits yeah i've heard a lot of people wow oh, what the wow fuck? that is dirty. i was I was in year three or four. I was in like, I was towards the end of my animation training. And then I transferred after them telling me, yo, uh, it'll be fine with same company, all the credits transfer, same program, same everything. You're good to go. And I was like, okay, I need to know this before I decide that I'm going to move to the West coast and all this other stuff. They're like, yeah, dude, it's a lock. It's good to go. So I, I did it. Nope. 30 year credits are gone day one of Holy class. shit. And they're like, you're going to have to retake all these beginner level classes. And I was like, you gotta be, you gotta be shitting me. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound the art legal. Institute doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound legal. Yeah. I had, I had the benefit of, I actually went to a community college first and uh, I got my associate's degree. So mm. when I went into the Art Institute, I already had like all my gen ed classes done. So I only I was yeah. only at AI for two years to graduate. With oh, it. So I, I was on the five year plan. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I had all nice. my I had a lot of my gen ed stuff kind of out of the way for like math. But mm -hmm. but um, but I know I know since you guys uh, have already discussed the issue, I'll skim over it real quick. Just my thoughts on it. I wanted to. But um, yeah, the, just it. my idea of going to school, art school or not, is is I, th I always think it really depends what you want to get into. Like if you're trying to get, actually get into the field um actually a, be a part of an animation studio or something it does have its benefits and that like going to art school will teach you certain things besides just skill levels it'll teach you how to like make a portfolio how to network get your business cards and demo reels and everything ready and going so like honestly i find that to be a much bigger aspect of uh, sure why it's beneficial. but that's... it, it but... also very much depends on the school it's, right and that mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff is available online now like skillshare and shit yeah. exists now right I, and that's and that's the thing like especially if you're in our if you're in our careers where we're just kind of working for ourselves more or less then yeah. it, ev everything you need to know is pretty much online yeah. here's for... here's my hot take on it i think that it's good if you're going to school in person especially as like an artist because let's be honest most of us are freaking awkward and introverted and just weird <laughs> Getting around <laughs> actual other human beings, especially ones that share your interest, I think is a big deal. Sure. But yeah. I don't think you should have to pay so much for it. Oh, of course <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, my, my, uh, the valuable thing I took away from school was uh, deadlines and pipeline. It's basically, you, you understand the concept of, oh, it's due on this date. But if you do it repetitious, you know, like over and over and over, uh, for years of okay, it, you basically develop a process that works for you to be able to get something done by Friday or whatever it, the date is. Yeah. So you develop yeah. kind of your own pipeline style, but then towards the end of that program, they then teach you the most common pipeline um, uh, that is being used in in the industry. So like like he said, actually, like other said here, that if you're going into work for a studio, if that's what you want, it's useful. If you're working for yourself, 
uh, you lose about 50% of the benefit, like, right off the top. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're describing discipline. That's that's yeah. that's yeah. the only takeaway that I can honestly say I got from going to school, because, like, all the stuff that other half mentioned as far as, like, teaching you what to do out in the field or how to get a portfolio or demo reel and all that, those subjects at my school were very briefly touched on, but mm. not gone into with any sort of competency. I mean, the school itself was kind of new to the game because they were mostly for fashion design. They had mm. just started an animation degree and I was the guinea pig class. Mm. So they didn't know what the fuck they were doing oh, when I started going to school. Actually, you know? a lot of art schools were like that around the time you and I were, were going, because you went a few years before me. Yeah, I started in 2000, and I only yeah. went for two years, got my degree, and said, fuck this. Bye. Yeah, I went, I went a few years after you, and a lot of art schools were like that. The one I went to in, in Portland, Oregon, was originally a culinary school that they <laughs> expanded into That's other a weird things. switch. Okay. Yeah, so that school was able to say, like, oh, we have these graduates to make this money and this money, and they basically built their reputation off of their culinary program and yeah. said, oh, this is what our job uh, placement is. Our job yeah. placement is this high amount. And in Portland, Oregon, you have food trucks everywhere. They're Ooh. all over the place. And you've got small little, like, little uh, quirky food businesses and hipster stuff, and it does well. So that works. But then they would sit there and say, oh, this is our job placement to animation majors. Or we had a, a sound uh, like a, I forget what they called it, uh, but it was like uh, sound engineering or something like that. And all this other stuff, they had all these other things and they'd market that job placement to them when in fact that was just for one program in one area. And that's the basis of a lot of the lawsuits that other half was talking about is that they misrepresented job placement in a lot of areas they would cherry pick oh. from oh, yeah. one school put apply it to another so i want to say the pennsylvania one had a massive job placement for photography and that was what they marketed everywhere to every ai in all yeah locations. that's super misrepresentation they were, yeah, absolutely. They were basically saying their job placement after graduation rates were much higher than they were because i yeah. think um yeah. mine the yeah. The one I went to, if I remember correctly, it was around, like, I think they said, like, 84% of graduates get a job within the first three months yeah. or something like that. Oh, yeah. But it's actually, yeah. like, less than 50 or something. Oh. Yeah, they that sounds super familiar. Maybe we were in the same, uh, going at the same time, actually. My school was very similar. It wasn't the same school that you guys are both from, but mine had similar uh things going on like i i'm pretty sure i've mentioned this before so i won't go too deep into it but mine touted i believe they said it was a 90 percent job placement rate for Oof. for everyone and again i think ren what you were talking about with them taking one aspect of the school and saying that's universal across all subjects mm -hmm. i think they were doing that with the fashion industry because again that's that was their primary focus so when we all graduated, again, this was just a two-year degree. We could have stayed on another two years and got a bachelor's, but yeah. my my class was uh, the associate's class, and 95% of my class said, fuck this, after the first two years <laughs> oh, were over. Oh, no. they did, there was no job placement, period. There was no help. There was no guidance. There was nothing oh, no. for my class, and... Uh, I met up with a few of my classmates years later. It was like five or six years after I graduated. And I was like, so, so what are you guys doing? Are you, are you doing animation? No one 
was doing animation. Aww. Like every fucking one. And like they they had been in contact with other classmates who I who weren't present at the time and they were like, "Oh yeah, so and so went on to be uh, a police officer. So and so went on to be a cook." And I'm just like, mm. "Wow, is anybody doing animation?" They're like, "No." Oh. No, so you, I think you have a an associates then. Yes. And it's in animation. Yes, and it still cost me many thousands of dollars just and, for that shitty piece of paper. Uh, so Flux has uh, an associate's in animation. You have... I have a bachelor's a, in... A, uh, yeah, I guess a bachelor's. A, a bachelor's, yeah. Uh, I was pretty sure that it was... Because I'm pretty sure AI doesn't offer associates or anything like that. No. Um, I, I basically tell people I have a bachelor's in media arts and animation, but I don't actually... Um, nice. <laughs> this guy's a phony. Uh, so, um, because uh, a, I lost a third of the credits when I came over, and then the last thing that they 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 fucked me with was in my last term. I was doing pipeline, um, the uh, internship, the the last things that they have you do. Um, they pulled me into the office, and said, "Oh yeah, your funding's run out." And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And I guess the AI as an organization stopped taking private loans as a thing that they would only take government loans after Ew. a certain point. What? But then, Weird. but then Why? they were like, "Oh, but we'll lend you the money." Oh, and I was no. like, "Oh, well, what does that yeah, look what, like? Like a thirty yeah. percent interest rate?" Mm. Yeah, it was. It was. I want to say it was like twenty twenty five percent interest Ew. rate, Ew. which Fuck. is insane. There was no forbearance period. I had to start paying it immediately. I'm oh, like, look, God. this is the busiest term. We're in we're in pipeline. We have to do our internships. And then you want me to go out and somehow get a job that will pay student loans before? Like, no way. And I walked away from it in my last term because they, I knew that they were trying to screw me. I, I wasn't fresh out of high school when I went. Yeah. You know, I had been in the world. I knew what interest rates were, you know, and. So I was like, no, man, I'm not doing it. You, you're not getting me. Miss me with that. So I've done all the work of having a bachelor's degree. I just, just didn't pay the, it. I yeah, just didn't pay that last sucks, term. That last, what is it? I want to say it's like anywhere between five to eight grand for a term or whatever. Some, some <sighs> at least, like yeah. yeah. So I'm just shy on the money. That's literally all it is because I've done all the other work for it. Oh. So I, 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 I have a bachelor's. As far as anyone is concerned, as far as your skill level is concerned, yes, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. but oddly, like, most of the stuff that I've learned is it comes from people like Hizzy. It comes from people who are not necessarily professionally trained. I'm using air quotes, mm -hmm. like you can see them, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Um, and that's where I learned most of my stuff is I mean, from from people like that. It's true. Oh. Like, like we were saying, the most of the stuff you can learn just online, but even just like watching other artists work is like a huge way to just teach yourself. Honestly, yep. the probably the biggest benefit, like as much as as shady and crappy as AI was and everything, the one thing I, I am glad about is that it did it did force me to create my port like my portfolio and demo reel and business cards because like those those things alone have gotten actually gotten me a couple opportunities in different places um then there was a point i was when i was still in school i think it was in i think i had like two terms left and i had actually just um i'd happened to get kind of a gig with a studio doing some work for them 
and the art i was talking to the art director at the time and i was telling him like basically yeah i don't know if i should stick with school or anything and whatnot and he told me that a lot of studio for a lot of studios just having that piece of paper makes a big difference as far as an mm. interview process like he said there are plenty of studios because these are studios that get like tons of applications every day um, yeah, sure. so when they're going through them like i don't know how many do this but he said like there are a lot of studios and groups that'll literally just look over the applications and if they don't and if somebody doesn't have a degree they'll just throw them out on that yeah they'll they'll pass on the real pass on the portfolio the the bar is higher to get your portfolio in front of someone if you don't have the degree how long ago was this conversation this was i want to say maybe six years ago i was i was actually gonna say six years we were probably in the same graduating class i want to say think so because that that all that stuff all sounds mad familiar (laughs) it's 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 like you know me (laughs) <laughs> we all become one. Turns out he sat right behind you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. He's been there the whole time. Just for, forget <laughs> the whole thing about me being in a completely different state. I was totally yeah. Forget you. that. He was the kid shooting you in the back of the head with spitballs yeah, in college oh, for I hate some that reason. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for me it wasn't spitballs. It was sticky tack. Hey. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Sticky tag? Sticky tag is that like blue squishy stuff that you use to like put them, you can like hang stuff on walls basically. Pull off a piece, you kind of knead it up and. (laughs) Like rubber cement? Yeah. No, 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 it's more um, like a kneaded eraser and squishier. Oh, like a kneaded eraser. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except you don't erase with it, I don't think. Am am I weird or does that texture of like kneaded eraser or silly putty like make my teeth hurt and like salivate my mouth? I think you're just weird. If I stretch it out enough, if I stretch it out enough and it gets to that soft point, you know, where it's like really soft and smooth, I'm kind of like, man, you could probably eat this. (laughs) I think that's what it is. It's like taffy and taffy. Like I cringe. Oh, there might be. Yeah. yeah, There may be a pre-association there. Yeah. I have a hard time using a kneaded eraser because I'm like, ugh. (laughs) So, so how long have you done work that is like safe work stuff? Like, has your career been pretty robust in that area before going to adult? Um, not really. I just got, there's only, I there's only like a, a couple like professional groups that I've done work for. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to name them if you don't want. That's... No, I don't, I don't, I don't care either way, but um, I'm honestly, it's more, it's more of, I don't want to show off or anything. So, cause it was very little work I did for them. Yeah. Um, but I did. I only did like two or three actual projects for people, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, I just started focusing more on not safe for work stuff. Because were you uh, doing not safe for work side. stuff? <laughs> were you yeah. doing that while you were in school, or did you wait until after? A, l- a little bit. Um, uh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm. I apologize. Now I'm going to gloat for one. <laughs> no, dude. Go this ahead. is your podcast, dude. <laughs> plug anything you want. Yeah. No, the one. The one work I did, and actually, it might be funny to them for me saying this because, oh, it turns out you had a porn artist working for you. Um, this. <laughs> this was the one that I said I was talking with the art director when I was still in school. Um, I actually did a little. Um, did some work for Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter. Um, hey, cool. neat. so. It, got, it, was, it was kind of funny because this is when Achievement Hunter was first formed. Um, I did a poster uh, when the, their first episode of Let's Play Minecraft. I just did a 
big fan art poster and I printed it out and everything. Um, and this was, I think, the uh, second year of their convention, RTX. Uh, me and a couple mm. friends actually went uh, went down there for RTX, and uh, so I printed out the poster physically, and I gave and I gave it to Jack, one of the guys there, um, mm. while we were there, and I showed it off and everything. And it was all cool. They they added their panel and stuff. Oh, that was nice. And then I got home, and a week later, uh, I get an email from them saying, "Hey, so we liked your poster. What well, we want uh, we want the rights to sell it in our store." And I'm like. <laughs> that's awesome I, I did that and then a year later they contacted me again and i did the art for their achievement hunter uh playing cards so and cool it's, it's wild like that that you and i have like these weird crossovers i, I swear like maybe maybe we're like clones like i'm i'm like your failed clone <laughs> you're like you're like the sephiroth to my cloud like I'm, I'm the failed version <laughs> of you <laughs> Because I was um, the uh, internship I was supposed to be doing in my final year, the one that I was uh, that I was offered initially that I was going to do before I got fucked was for Monty Ohm. Really? Went to Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Dude, nice. Because they were that was when they just put Monty Ohm on uh, the red versus blue stuff for all those action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just gotten in there. It was the first uh, Pax East that they did. And I was there. I'm, I met him and his uh, girlfriend. I met a bunch of the guys at Rooster Teeth, and they uh, they were like, "Yeah, you know, if you can get your ass up down to Texas, the internship is yours. We got a desk waiting for you." And I was like, "Oh!" But I was like, <laughs> "How am I even gonna pull off moving to Austin, Texas, yeah. with no like nothing? I had like oh, nothing yeah. to my name. No, no one I even knew down there. No, no apartment or anything like that. And then right oh. after I got fucked with the funding thing, was it a paid uh, internship? Uh, no. Well, I mean, they were like, we're we're. It's not. <laughs> they were very ambiguous about it. <laughs> um, so probably not. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. they did say that they were going to help me out with various expenses and things like that. They're like, yo, we'll help oh, you out okay. with with certain things. We can that to what extent? Yeah. To what yeah. extent? That's always the question. That means. Petty cash. <laughs> yeah. So, but before the conversation could even happen, earnestly, I was basically fucked out of the thing. So I was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm the I'm the cloud to your Sephiroth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you say that I don't I don't consider that much of a success either because this was like when that happened, I was so excited and I tried like like in my head I was thinking, oh my god, this is my this is the way to get my foot in the door and I can work for them for, like full Absolutely. time, actually get a job and yeah. everything. And then like I honestly think I push I push too hard. Like um like I wasn't rude or anything, but I like I've I think I like push myself too hard on their art director stuff like that's i, I made it that's very usually clear the, the job and i'm like eh. looking back the it's like ah, they want <laughs> i don't know but, it, yeah. it could have been i know there's a lot of drama that's happened with rooster teeth though, so it, it could have been God, something it's honestly like probably that. for the better because yeah I've, yeah uh, i've heard things but yeah, yeah it, it's <laughs> i i also feel kind of like i dodged a bullet because if i had gotten to work with and know monty ohm and then go through the crap of like him dying and then people just tearing apart his legacy mm. i would have been like i can't take it i oh, gotta geez. leave this business would have been too much for me too much <laughs> anyway. wow okay. that's incredible all right <laughs> you guys should make out you guys should make out now. Oh yeah, now we just got a kiss. Mm, yeah. Virtual kissing. Time to kiss. So can we set up the VR for kissing in that? Where, 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 where I was gonna go for that line of questioning was, uh, did you go into 
uh, adult art as a last resort or was this something that was like it appealed to you on a genuine level and that's what you wanted to do um i've actually been doing adult art in my free times for god how long's it been now probably uh at probably at least uh, t- at least 12 years or something it's like Ooh, I, finally I another always old started... old bee like me <laughs> old guard yeah but uh, i've always been doing it just for fun like i've always had um i'm fortunate that i have like a group of friends that's very we're very open-minded when it comes to mm-hmm. like just a lot of things including sexuality and stuff so uh, so like when it comes to sexual topics and whatnot i've, I've been yeah. very clear and open about it so whatever but um, was it known when you were in school like by people that you went to school well, with. Well, I'm not. I'm not like screaming from a, from the rooftops. Hey, I draw porn, <laughs> right? Did I drew? Yeah, but um, <laughs> but no, I've I've been doing it for a long for a long time. So I was okay with it doing it at the time. And then uh, like I started off on like the usual sites like for Affinity and Nick Bunny and all that. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until like I started up my Twitter a couple of years ago that I really started focusing on. Okay, I'm gonna try and make this like an actual full time position. Mm. let's ask what the what everyone always asks about uh a do you jerk off to your own art and b do your parents know (laughs) (laughs) those are the typical questions yep yep no perfectly logical uh for for a um i i honestly cannot remember the last time i jerked off to my own because um because honestly i as much as I like my characters and stuff, like I can get attracted to it, but I can't like get horny for it. I'd say, because like <laughs> especially when it's something, when it's when it's a piece that I'm staring at for six hours. <clears throat> excuse me. Yep. I'm I'm more focused on like actually making the, the work. As as much as I hate to say it, I treat it like a job. <laughs> So, yeah, so I don't really Very clinical. I think that's the common consensus. That's everyone's with answer. This. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's that's all of us. Mm-hmm. There's been a few <clears throat> rare. Do your parents know? For that one, actually, I just told them a couple months ago. Whoa! Wow! I, I told I told myself because originally um, my last job I was working at um, it was just a part time job. Um, I was doing that for about eight years, and in the last few years, I actually was fortunate that my boss would let me take more time off so like i kind of weaned myself into doing more art work uh, so like half and half half that job and half artwork and mm-hmm. just uh last year got to the point where i can be like okay i can finally i finally quit the job and went art full time so i told myself if i get to the point where i i really think i can make a living off of this i will tell my parents <laughs> so. what do they think about it um uh, my my parents are a little bit old-fashioned ish i guess like okay not, they're not i can they're not like the get off my lawn kind of parents or whatever but they're they're <laughs> like they're not they're not into video games or cartoons or, t- or tv shows and all that stuff um so like they were they were just okay about it or like they're so yeah sure if you're my dad's literally saying hey if that's if you're making living off of if you're never if everything's okay you're not doing anything legal then sure fine you, you, you want to know what happy. my dad thinks about it <laughs> Oh, let's let's go ask him right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally on our server. Yeah, oh, he was a guest wow. on the podcast just a couple of months ago. He's yeah. drawn porn now. He's oh, I got him into it. So that's cool. But, my uh, parents are very much. My, my parents are very much what you just described. Well, my, my my mom on the other end is like she, she she's she's the type of person that'll say okay 
do a, do what makes you happy and whatnot, but you can tell she's she's saying in that kind of condescending way, but I wish you'd do something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not actually doing real porn. Yeah. Well, she'd probably feel much better, you know. <laughs> that was that. That was kind of like uh, part of the, the question I was asking earlier about whether or not people in uh, school knew that you did. Because at some point when I was in school, I don't know how it was found out. I don't know how it got out. It might have been one of my friends mentioned something because there was a couple of my friends who knew. And it got out when I was in school. And very quickly, people started acting like I was stripping. Ooh, you know, like oh, poor poor Ren's got to you know strip for money on the weekends. You know, like that's what I was treated like. I mean, and I was starving like, no, artist, man. You do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, I was I was like, yo, I don't have to do this. I, I'm a manager at Staples. I don't have to like. <laughs> I don't have to go do this. Don't you like, know this who I is. am? I, like, I mean, it, it was it was good money for especially for Boston at the time. Like, I had a, a one bedroom apartment that was twelve hundred dollars. And I was making that Oof. easy, no problem. So I'm like, you know, I do this, I go to school, I drop porn because I'm stressed the fuck out, dude. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, I, they, I want to do that, but people would still treat it like, you know, I was, I was scraping the barrel or whatever. <laughs> I only had like two teachers who became aware of it and didn't treat me like I was like some skank. <laughs> i i recently um i was telling my parents they're like so what are you doing these days because we just talk over the phone or whatever and i was like oh yeah remember that degree i got 20 years ago and they're like yeah the one we helped pay a little bit of i'm like yeah that one i was like yeah i'm actually animating now and they're like oh wow that's cool and i'm like yeah and then they're like can can we see i'm like no <laughs> so, so your parents still don't know Oh, they know, but they're we're on a very much like they're like okay, well, whatever pays your bills and and that's cool. Okay. But they're also you know old fashioned and conservative, so they're like we don't want to see it, but <laughs> yep. you do you, you know. So I'm fine with that. I'd I'd feel weird if they wanted to see it actually. So yeah, <laughs> you guys show, you, uh, show me the titties. Huh? You guys want to read some of the Q and As we have? Yeah, Great sure. Idea. Yeah. Wrap it up. I'm uh, actually, with... real, real quick, um, okay. other, uh, other half. I wanted to ask you. Probably, you get asked this all the time, but what is the meaning of your name? Ah, nice question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I like. Uh, honestly, I like answering this question. Um, and it's honestly, it's pretty simple. Um, this I came up with that name. I like names that represent me as a person and stuff. So, um, I actually have a safe for work account called Sound Resonance, um, mm, which hmm. that like honestly I barely used in the last few years for obvious reasons because I'm focusing on certain other things, which you know about. Um, <laughs> but I basically made it the other half because, simply put, it's the other half of my portfolio. Awesome. Makes sense. I like it. I got one. What program do you use to draw your to do your animations? And do you do it frame by frame, or you do like some tweening or meshes I, or what? I do frame by frame animations. Um, right now, for like a for, badass, <laughs> like, like an like an like old a man. fart. <laughs> That's a man right there. <laughs> but um, uh, for animations in particular, I'm I've been using Clip Studio Paint. Ah. Oh, not a fan. It's, uh, I wonder oh if she has God. opinions. Hmm. Just sign a little inside. 
Oh, oh, no. Dude, you gotta get a it's real quick, animation quick program. program shaming, uh, some people he? don't have two thousand dollars to spend on like freaking harmony or Doom Boom or whatever. That's but, true. Um, but but I will say like because honestly I'll, I'll take that over Flash any day. I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, I guess I agree. But didn't you can pay. Upgrade, like, you can do a monthly subscription to Toon Boom if you want. But yeah, yeah I, get you, you, I understand. If you here's the thing. Here's a here's a hot tip. If you have access to a student ID email, like maybe you have a friend who's still in college or a kid who's in college, you can use their email and get yourself student discount pricing, and it's only 18 bucks a month yeah. to get Toon Boom use, Harmony Premium. I have actually I have actually checked, tried using it on certain other things. My student email doesn't work anymore. Oh, right, so you yeah. gotta have a buddy who does who yeah. has one that works. It's like it's like having a Netflix friend, you know. You uh -huh. use their Netflix <laughs> yeah. account. Well, uh, yeah, if, that's the only reason I have it and Flux. <laughs> yeah. If I may ask, then, so what 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 problems do you have with Clip Studio? Oh, I the only pro the problem I have with it is just it's not convenient to use. I'm very much a save as much time as possible by having the most streamlined uh, workflow that you possibly can get. And I will go for the best program for that purpose, even if it's missing other features. Hmm. And for me, Clip Studio, just very kind of clunky. It wasn't made for animation. That wasn't like the main purpose of it. And you can kind of see it, especially if you use something else and then you go back to it. It's like, oh, my God, it's like. Where have you been all my life? Other thing <laughs> similar to Photoshop too, like, uh, yeah, I've, anim I've animated in Photoshop. If you want archaic Ooh, bullshit that you're jury rigging to do something it's not meant to do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Photoshop. Don't do that. I'm I'm kind of the opposite in that sense. In that, like, I am at times like I'm not the most technical technologically adept person. So when it comes to learning new things, it kind of freaks me out sometimes. Oh, I'll, oh I'll then you would die with Toon Boom. Yeah, well, that, that's, the th yeah. So that's the thing. I like, I'll, like, even if it's not, if, even if I know it's not the fastest route, I'm still comfortable with it. So I'll keep using yeah. it. And like for Clip Studio in particular, it's literally because I do like how nice, how customizable it is with like, you can change literally all the button layouts and the UI and everything. So using And it, you get access to your cool, like brushes too, like your raster shit, and sure. If you use, like, uh, so using so it, nice. using it for frame by frame uh, works pretty well for me. In that, like, I'm literally just using it for like, like each frame is a Photoshop file. I actually remember at AI, they used to promise continuously that they were going to get a Toon Boom license, so that you could learn how to use Toon Boom in the media arts and animation program, and that never really materialized so we got stuck with flash the whole time my Ugh. my 2d my my intro to 2d animation class was our teacher spent two days sh showing us here's flash here's how to do a couple things okay you have 11 weeks make something it's like oh, oh, did you want to tell us familiar. How? that sounds very familiar actually <laughs> yeah. yeah that's jesus that's whew. Yeah, that and that's the intro class. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's like you're supposed I've, to you're supposed to actually teach us things. Come on. Yeah, it felt like some of my professors were fresh out of college themselves. With, I mean, that. Well, anyway, never mind. A, we can talk about this all fucking yeah, day. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But do you, you have another question from the thing, Hizzy? Uh, Flux is is gonna read them off if that's cool. Oh, oh I am. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't okay. have I don't have them in front of me. I thought you did. I'm sorry. No, I put all my Windows 
away. So um, give me <laughs> and one And sorry for my second. reaction about Clip Studio, by the way. The, <laughs> no, the quality of your How dare you have a different opinion from me? <laughs> you must have the patience of a god because your animations are really cool. I was like, there's no way he does that in Clip yeah, Studio. There's, oh, your you. stuff's really smooth. So the fact that we couldn't tell what program you were using, that's... That's kind of a testament to your work, I think. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, some, like, man. Flash animators and shit, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Flash. I can, say oh, yeah. I can tell you immediately. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, yeah, you know. That's probably one of the benefits to doing it frame by frame in that, like, I, I'm honestly not the biggest fan of motion tweens. Like, I know you, it's poss it's totally possible to do it well, um, but yeah. a lot of people don't. A lot of, a lot of tweened animations end up looking very stiff. Mm -hmm. yep, yeah, I only use it for certain. There's only certain things that, in my opinion, I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. So I use it as little as possible. But if I can save myself time and it, it would have the exact same effect anyway, I will tween it all day right. long. The ideal yeah. route to go is like using a mixture of both, like using uh -huh. doing frame by frame, but using tweens for things like, oh, just take the head shape and just copy that and tween it. Yeah, Matter of fact, the my most recent animation, I ended up using tweens for the background instead of the foreground. That's, um, that's a good use of it, I'd say. Yeah, yeah you're going uh, to want to die if you don't tween a background. <laughs> yeah. Like a parallax. Yeah. Imagine drawing a parallax hand, frame by frame. And, and that's what I did. I did parallax with the tweens, and I was like, this is easy as shit. I'm so glad I tried this, you know? Yeah. But um, anyway, okay, on to the Q&A. Here we go. <laughs> So, uh, other half, this is specifically targeted at you. Ooh, uh, this is coming in from Red Cowl, uh, Red Cowl XZ. I don't know exactly if that's how he says his name, but anyway, says, how long do you plan on doing Scrawled and Game Changer? And do you have any plans for more comics after those? So the way I'm doing it, I'm doing, um, two pages a week, basically, um, like on patreon where i upload them first um I, I upload right now it's game changer on wednesdays and scrolled on fridays so um it's one page each a week and um game changer in particular it's it's just meant to be a regular comic um i'm i'm not going to be doing it for too long or anything i've still got some plans for the next few pages and whatnot um scrawled on the other hand and the, i've gotten this question a couple times uh scrawled is i want to make this my web comic this is this is something that I have a, a bit of a story planned out for, and it's going to be a very long-term thing. In that, I have no plans at all to finish it. <laughs> like ah, I'm sure okay. it'll come to a, to an end at some point, but it's, like Alfie. Yeah, <laughs> there I go. But yeah, that's yeah, it's something that I plan to keep on keep on going, keep on rolling. Wait, that's the name of the comic, right? You guys know I don't what you're talking about? about. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. But yeah. Smithy, Alfie's oh, the that, oh, God, that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, Alfie's is one that keeps that. God, that, that thing's been going one. for years, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's his, his long one. He does like other short ones, but that's his big yeah. one. Like, yeah. like okay. right now, one of my biggest inspirations for what comics uh, for this of this type actually. Do you guys know the Rock Cox? Uh, the the <laughs> Sounds... user sounds familiar it's, it's, it's a it's a web comic um uh, oh okay it's not what i thought but it's it's one of my, it's one of my favorite web comics and it's it is it is an adult web comic but it's they do they do great work i love, I love is that the name of the, the is that the name the of the web? artist as well no um it's by um let me pull up their username is it there's it's, an artist that has a name almost exactly oh, like that it's brad and who else uh, i'm gonna it up real quick just so I don't get their names wrong. 
If my computer wants to load it, that that is, of course. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of put you on the spot there. No, Sorry, it's okay. It just that. doesn't help that the, the fact that whenever I try to pull stuff up, it takes like a millennia for my computer to actually load it. <laughs> Do we have it's, another oh, question it's, that it's we can? Brad, uh... It's Brad and Leslie. Are their names? Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. On there. Okay. But they, yeah, they do great work. I love their comic. It's... Sweet. Um, should I move on to another question? Yes. Okay. Um, El Papu Troller uh, is writing us from Peru. Hello. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. And uh, he says, "What is the? Uh, this is for all of us, by the way. Uh, what is the drawing that took you the longest to do? Hmm. Don't everybody answer at once. Yeah. For me, it, I for me, I think we were just discussing this a little bit before we started recording because I was trying to think back on what that could be. I think just thinking back by how it feels and how big the picture actually is. I don't know if it took me the longest, but I would say off the top of my head, probably that pirate ship thing I did for the that art contest, contest on hentai foundry yeah. many years ago that thing was like very long vertically oh, and it showed yeah, that was great it showed underwater <laughs> and it showed a, like on the With water all, like, and the on the ship and above and monsters and stuff yeah you saw that picture yeah. i saw it was, like, that, a yeah, it was panorama. yeah it's so rare that you see a like a huge vertical picture Wow, that's oh. an honor. You could make a calendar out of that uh, <laughs> out of that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one piece for each month. Yeah, get going. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Still, I look back on that and I'm like, damn, what happened to so me? You, how so long you said did that, that took me? the longest? Yeah, exactly. How long? How long did it take me? Yeah. Oh boy, probably like two weeks or so without working on anything else. Like I said, I don't know the actual hour count. I just know I just remember it taking a long time. Yeah. Okay. Like, Ren, how about you? Oh, um <clears throat> I think it's between uh, so, so I have two pictures where I got like a little ambitious uh for no real good reason. Uh, and I'm I'm just doing it based off of uh pictures that are a picture by itself and not all its ridiculous variants. Because sometimes you do like 20 variants. But sure, yeah. yeah. I had one where it was when I was first opening up my site and I had to, uh, Hizzy said, well, you've got to have uh, this many when you open, this many new things to put on your slate. And so I did one for some stupid reason. She's like, oh, you have a, you have, you know, you got to get this done pretty quick. And for some reason I was like, oh, let's make it complicated. And so I, I did this <laughs> one where... Where it was a bunch of these, uh, you know, uh, plant demon characters I have on the beach gangbanging this one chick. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have the beach on there. I'm going to have the ocean and have this other thing. And it's not super complicated in terms of like you look at it, you're like, oh, that's not that bad. But I was sitting there trying to figure out like how the color would play on the different skin tones. Uh, it was more characters than I had ever done in a single image before. Um, and I was learning a lot of stuff at the time. So it ended up taking a long time. I want to say it was like a week and a half to two weeks that I was just going back and forth on trying different things that, that didn't work. And so the, the end image looks like something I'd bang out in two days now, mm. but it just, it took forever then because I was learning stuff and I'd show it to Hizzy and she'd be like, nah, that sucks. Do it again. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's like the best thing though, is like it, I would rather find out it sucks before I post it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Then after, and there was another one I did that was another one of the, the, the plant uh, demons, but instead yeah, yeah. it was a, 
tons of tentacles lots of tentacles people suspended from the ceiling everyone getting like just you know uh, assaulted by these tentacles and it was again a lot of characters in different lighting that i normally did and that one didn't actually take forever it just felt like it took forever so yeah. those, those are my those are my two tied <laughs> Why do you guys stay friends with me? I'm so mean. I'm sure I said that too. I'm like, this is sucks. This Why is are you sucks. My huh? other, other half can probably tell you that while going to AI, that's like the most valuable thing you can have. Yeah, I mean, you, you just shed your fucking ego and you don't like, you know, wear it on your sleeve and you get genuine critique from people. Someone who will tell you this needs work fix your shit uh, that's the thing in it not just ai but anywhere in the art industry it's like if you want to be an artist you fucking take a critique don't act like a little yeah, yeah you have to you you fucking take your it. skin has to thicken right. like it yeah. has to because if you because if you can't take critique from other people you are not going to grow as an artist nope right my first year at at my school was it was it, we joke that it was art boot camp because it was them tearing you <laughs> to pieces and seeing mm -hmm. who survived. Mm -hmm. You know, because there would people, there would be people who would drop out and they couldn't handle it. I guess I and... just try to give you the what I would want for some. Yeah, you're to not, you're not me. shitty about it. I think, I, I think you're just like, no, this is not good. It's not as good as it could be, and here's why. You know, and that's super helpful. Okay. Um, but no, for, for what uh, Hizzy was saying about being being with her critiques and stuff, it's like you know that's how you know you're good friends with somebody when you can shit on each other. Oh <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's so, there's other artists. I'm positive I couldn't be like, yo, this looks like you did this about eight years ago. <laughs> you know, like there, there's certain people <laughs> yeah. out there that I know I can't tell that to because the they would be super offended. The thing for me is a lot of the time I I resort to. Dude, I know you're better than this, and you know you're better than this. So what are you exactly. doing? Exactly. What right. are you doing? Yeah. 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 I say that to myself constantly too. I think that's why I'm so like hard on myself because I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like I can't <laughs> yeah. even do the simplest thing anymore. Oh there was God. there was a thing that you would see with a lot of uh, first and second year students where you know you'd be presenting to the class, you know, they'd throw it up on the projector and all this other shit, and you'd get a, uh, someone who'd be like. Uh, who would basically, uh, their preamble, their presentation to their thing was that they knew it wasn't finished, they didn't have time to do this, or, oh, I know this isn't very good, or, you know, they'd make excuses for their thing. And well, I had then one don't teacher, show it to me until it's good enough. Yeah, I had one yeah. teacher who would basically pop out their flash drive right then, hand it back to them, say the phrase literally, fix your shit and then move on to the next person yeah don't yeah. Waste have my time, time for excuses mm -hmm. and people had to get over it real quick yeah well I that's how the fucking industry that's yeah. how the fucking industry is you don't go into a job and be yeah. like i'm sorry sir i didn't have enough time on the deadline that you gave me uh but this is as good as it's gonna be your, your ass would be out the you're door you're fired yeah yeah because you'd be damn sure they can replace you with someone who can do the work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Some people so, are just nicer about it than others, but yeah, overall, who, yeah, who's next on the the art slog? What? Who's next on the question? I can't remember. If... Uh, I, oh, I still uh, let's do other half. I still have an answer. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I I honestly don't have a very <laughs> very interesting answer, I'm sure, because like a lot of unfortunately, I've been meaning to do more. I want to do more bigger scale pictures, but with my like with comic and animation projects, unfortunately. Uh, it doesn't leave me as much time as I'd yeah, like those take to work on other things. It's a big which, investment. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find a way to in my schedule to fix that. But the biggest things I ever worked on were honestly probably in my earlier days, like uh, 
in my safer work stuff back when I was doing primarily Sonic the Hedgehog fan art, actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's great. I was all, I've always been a big Sonic fan. His, a lot of his stuff is shit nowadays, but it's still a fan. Yeah, yeah, there's still a huge market for it. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. And also, oh, I'll say something else on that real quick, but... um. But yeah, a lot of my older pictures for that, I'd actually, I'd actually draw like big, big scenes with a lot of characters in them. So, like those would take, cool. those would take like 12, 10, 20 hour kind of things. But, um, yeah. but, uh, but on that subject of doing like Sonic fan art, it's like, yeah, I honestly, I will say a lot of my f- original fandom came from like the Sonic fandom that really boosted me. And it's and it's something that I've seen a lot of directors t- uh, tell people when starting art is like start with fan art. Don't just go like you can make your own characters and stuff and your own projects and stuff. But if you do fan art, that's how you're going to get a following. Like even yep. uh, even Joan and Vasquez, that was something he would say. It's like yeah, just do just literally just do fan art, and that's how you're going to grow a following first. Yep, I agree. Um. My answer is pretty boring. Should we just go to the next question? <laughs> I had to answer with a boring answer. So do you. <laughs> All right. Um, longest shit. I, I, it's between two pictures, and both were done a very long time ago before I started doing porn. Um, uh, this was around like 2006, 2007, something like that. Um, one of them was this elf girl who was out on a balcony. I can't link to either of these pictures because I don't think they exist anymore. <laughs> Because um, one of them was done on fucking paper first and then scanned in. It was before I had a tablet. Um, so that's part of the reason why that took so fucking long. But it was mm. an elf chick sitting, standing on a balcony. It was around the time that Lord of the Rings had just come out. So I was fascinated with all things Art Nouveau and uh, Elven and flourishes everywhere. Mm. And so I made this big gnarled tree. And um, it's horrible. Like, I think back on it now and I'm like, oh, that face. It's horrible. But um, but at the time, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. Look how good this is. And it probably took me two, two and a half weeks uh, to sketch, ink, scan it in, color in whatever the hell program I was using at the time. Um, so that was that. And then the other one was a, actually a commission that somebody wanted from me a long time ago of gunsmith cats. And he was like, no, I want their car. And I'm like, oh. fuck me in the ass. Like to this day, cars are hard to yeah. draw. Hell you yeah. know, and at the time I was a, I was shitty in terms of my my skill level as c- compared to now. And even now I wouldn't want to draw it. But um, he was like, no, I want them on, you know, standing by or on the hood of the car. And there's a cityscape in the background. And oh. I was like. Get out of here. Okay, Boy. here we Next. go. And and I did it. And it was like two, two and a half, maybe three weeks for that fucking yeah, thing. Jesus. Uh, th- like if I were to do that same picture now, assuming I could get the car right, the whole picture would take maybe four or five days tops. But mm. um, but yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Next question. Um, yeah, let's do one more. Yeah, one more. Ooh, one more. There's a, you know what, Ren? How about huh? you ask the next question and just oh, pick on. one from come the on, 50 man. that your wife asked? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. Let me see. All right. Now, now I have to go back and, and look. And now she's she's going to be listening to this when this comes out. She's going to be like, oh, which one did he pick? Did he pick the one I wanted him to pick or not? Yeah, I this way I just accept now. none of the blame Wait and you a- get all of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Putting his um, marriage on the line. 
Yeah, <laughs> marriage is on the line. Okay, you must choose, so... but choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we had one. I think it was one of her early ones that she asked that I thought you you, you mentioned you liked was uh, about the tricks of the trade. Sure. I think that's the one you like. So she asks, um, uh, and her, her thing on Twitter is McBoggin, at McBoggin, uh, any tricks of the trade besides just experience uh, to streamline uh, coloring and shading of a piece that you have that you is like your go-to? I've actually, go I've actually got one. Um, that yeah. I've, it's something I learned from an artist that I used to watch on DA called Beckno Kid. Um, I used to really like their work. I have no idea if they're still doing it or not because I haven't been in DA in like 10 years. But um, what I do for shading actually is I'll use a layer mask where I'll, um, where I'll basically do my base colors on one layer. I'll copy that into a new layer, which will become my shading layer. And then I will set, I'll set a layer mask on that layer. So literally by pressing X or switching the black and white, I can literally paint in and out the shadows at any at will like that. So I, th I find it to be a lot easier that way than, uh, than certain other things. Yep. I also use that technique as well. It's super that handy. That is also my technique. What the? <laughs> I, use uh, I thought it was I special. I use, a lot of, I use a lot more clipping mask than I do layer mask, but it's essentially the same yeah. idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, clipping mask is what I use, but mask. I thought it was the same thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very very similar thing. Uh, I'll I have a, a a very similar one where I'll do uh, I'll create a blank layer is what I'll usually do, um, and then I will I, I call it shading on the negative, but it that's just bullshit terminology I made up for myself. <laughs> um, where I will when I bring the next uh, value up on the individual colors i'll make it more saturated and slightly darker on the whole layer all those colors are that so, you know unless it's skin in which case you get more red than you would anything else mm. and then i basically will erase the parts where i think the light would be hitting mm -hmm. and then i'll i'll fine tune the shadows after that i actually you know, i actually used to do that way as well yeah because it's more more of, more of thinking of painting in the light than painting in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, I I, I prefer that method. Uh, it feels uh, if it, it feels faster. I I can't say whether or not it actually is. Mm -hmm. um, um, that was a, a quicker question than I thought. <laughs> well, I had a follow up real quick, just okay. as a, uh, yeah. another little technique. Um, uh, Hizzy actually showed me this a while back and I've been using it ever since, but I was able to speed up my flat colors just by doing them in Clip Studio Paint instead of mm -hmm. Photoshop. Um, because like before I was like, oh, I got to make selections and either I have to do it within the selection box or I have to just paint it like I'm a child throwing paint at something and then go in and erase outside of all the lines. And that's annoying and tedious and I hate it. Uh, whereas you could just go into Clip Studio and set there's some setting in the paint bucket tool that I forget, but basically you tell it to just be smart and snap to the lines, regardless of what layer it's looking at. Mm -hmm. And um, so you're able to layer. just, yeah, yeah, that. And you're able to just click 
within the bounds of whatever you're trying to do in large chunks and it just throws color on there without going outside the lines. You can actually hold the mouse button down too and just go across the whole thing. (laughs) And like Mm. it saved me literally hours per piece. That sounds super convenient. It is. (laughs) It is very convenient. It took me so long to get Flux to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Just like everything else. (laughs) I'm very, we were talking about this earlier. I'm very stubborn when it comes to learning something new because I've always been like, I can do that in this program. I it'll take me sixteen hours to do it, but I can do it. By golly! And uh, finally, after animating in Photoshop two times, I was like, "Hizzy, I I understand now. Help Please me. teach me." Yeah, and so she taught me Toon Boom, and I got it. So yeah, actually, I'll never look back. But I actually did. Boy, oh boy, getting to that point is hard. I actually did I, the I same the thing in um because uh, I use uh, for my sketches and inks I uh, use uh, Paint Tool Sci. So I actually did the same thing for my flats and Paint Tool before putting it into Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, neat. Okay. So wait. So you're saying you could do the 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 Clip Studio thing in Paint Tool? Uh, yeah, with the reference layer. Clip oh, cool. Studio was actually started as oh, I think Manga Studio, and I think it was also mm-hmm. created by the same dudes who actually made Sai, or at least a group of guys who made that, and they teamed up with someone else. I think <laughs> I don't yeah. know for sure, but that, that sounds that's correct. correct. <laughs> I always describe it as Clip Studio is Sai on steroids. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I can say that. <laughs> they do definitely have um, a lot of similarities. Like I, I also that's one of the reasons why I went to Clip Studio when choosing an animation thing is because it's almost like a combination of Paint Tool Sci and Photoshop. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um the question that you actually liked, Flux, I, I found it after asking that one. As soon as that oh. one was kind of short, well I, I just want to throw this one in here. Um it was the genre one. What your what your comfort zone is for oh, that's uh, genres right. when it comes to doing your art. Like where where is the the area that you operate where you're you're kind of happiest? Cheesecake. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer this first because it's easy for me to answer. Um, oddly enough, I like doing shit in the modern world as a setting. Um, I used to be obsessed with fantasy. Uh, back in the day, I was crazy about Lord of the Rings. I was crazy about all these books that I was reading at the time that were all based in fantasy. And it was lots of swords and magic and Final Fantasy and, and all that stuff. And I still enjoy some of those video games and some of those movies. But I've gotten way out of that as time has progressed. And I, I like looking at modern era, but what if it was this instead? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have that fantasy setting where it's a modern city, but sex is super open and everybody's just cool with it. And I, I find the, the whole like alternate reality of what we have now, uh, that interests me a lot. So I tend to do a lot in that mm-hmm. in that setting. Mm. Yeah. What about you guys? Um... For me, I like the modern setting and I really like sci-fi setting. The problem is I'm sucky at both of them. So I do a lot more. I feel a lot more comfortable doing fantasy stuff because it's just it comes out of my hand easier because it's more like organic. It's not so yeah, yeah. geometrical and and it doesn't have yeah. to be perfectly accurate. So for I me, I remember you telling me about that, actually, like a couple years back. You were saying like how you really like doing sci-fi, but but I suck at it. So suck at it. <laughs> Problem is that fantasy is so overly saturated, so I'm kind of like. I also yeah. really like uh, horror, 
but I don't get to do that. Well, because most of I draw, I draw porn, and I don't really like that much <laughs> horror porn. Yeah. Don't even get me fucking started. I would love to do some horror stuff because it's in my brain all the time, me and too. I realize how psychotic that makes me sound. But fuck yes. everything. Like I've done, uh, I've, I've done a few horror drawings, but they weren't really porny. I guess, I guess that's not true for all of them. But there's one well, in particular the... that's coming to my mind that wasn't porn, but it, I loved doing it. That's the thing. Well, when even, I think of horror, porn, it's not like porn doesn't come to mind when yeah. I think of horror. You know? even, well, even for your porn, you actually do generally like uh, darker themes. You just you you're, I mean, and they're they're really good when you do them. Like, I guess true. that's true. I like zombie yeah. porn. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just like, you weirdo. <laughs> hey, it, it, de it depends. Are we talking Walking Dead zombies or are we talking like Shantae Roddy Tops zombies? Yes. Walking Dead zombies. Okay. <laughs> when, it gets, when it gets into the guru department, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. She likes him, she likes him a little drippy. She likes him goopy. Uh, and feral. And smelling and smelly. <laughs> Right, how, about, how about you? How about you? What's your your comfort zone? Your the place you like to operate? For me, um, uh, a lot of my stuff is still fan art related. Um, but when it comes to personal projects, uh, I do like keeping a basis in the modern world, like Flux. But um, if anything, I like adding other elements to other things. One of my because I've never I've never been huge into like sci-fi. I was I've, like I've never been huge into Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. I like them, but I'm like eh, just whatever. Um, but what I what I do like is uh, steampunk actually. So oh sure. yeah. So I so I I like adding little elements of that to it really. Forgot cool. about steampunk. Steampunk is awesome. Yeah, cause it, it's, I cause, also forgot about steampunk. Yeah, because because I I also like that idea of it's the modern world, but the what if scenario, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. That's kind of why I like Fallout too, because like Fallout yes. basically is like what would happen yeah. if 1950s happened, but instead of uh, you know we stayed with nuclear power and oh. it's in everybody's cars and shit. Mm -hmm. you know? I forgot like, to to. I love that, and I love drawing it too, and I'm super good at it. The Fallout stuff. Yeah. Do it more. I forgot all about bringing stuff. that up. There you go. <laughs> Just post-apocalyptic stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> honestly that's actually one of my most favorites. I can't believe it slipped my mind. I actually have my own like original story I'm creating in that type of setting. She's coming, and on. it's good too. Yeah, it's yeah. not like Fallout. It's not like it, uh, in the 1950s or or in that that setting. It's more like a modern setting, but post like post-apocalyptic. Post the bomb. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, mine, mine is the the fantasy you guys all hate. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. Um, I just no, don't. I, ooh, oh. What is this now? No, I I like uh, I like doing fantasy. Um, I like doing it a lot, mostly because my other thing that I was looking at going into before I like decided art was history, and I like going back and finding like, oh, I want to pull this from this culture and this historical thing and you know i want to do something that looks like this and but then i like to do the kind of what if scenario of like oh what would um what would a you know victorian skimpy lingerie look like let's take the design elements of a particular period and apply it to this and then we're going to make it this fantasy thing i i kind of like that mm. um and then i like magic i absolutely love the possibilities that magic gives you with smut like there's there's a lot but the one that I've fallen into has been the uh, the retro wave stuff. 
that I like doing. Yeah, lately. I like that. I like, yeah, I like doing that because it's less of a focus on line and a less of a focus on like building uh, anatomy and stuff like that. And the focus is is on the color. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. none of it. Yeah, like I don't see it. anybody else doing retrowave porn ever. Yeah, I I see it every so often. It pops up every so often, but um, it's not really a, a big thing. And I just like doing the colors. I like coming up with like very limited palettes, and yeah. then working within that structure and having those those crazy like retro uh, colors for things. Even if sometimes they get a little repetitive and some of the design elements are a little repetitive, it's still there's something in my brain that is just kind of like, you know, experiencing a very, a very satisfied, um, uh, sensation every time I do something like that, like, uh, the, the uh, blue and purple, blue and pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, getting all, all like, those pastels will give you a psychedelic, psychedelic feeling. <laughs> oh yeah. And I like going like super, like crazy neon with it. Cause mm-hmm. within the retro wave, you got your, you got synth wave, vapor wave outrun. I prefer, outrun but yeah you'd think with what a cult phenomenon blade runner still is that there would be more of that kind of stuff out there but i don't know maybe i'm looking in the wrong places i i think a lot of it ties into what what hizzy is was talking about when she does sci-fi there's a lot of extra work that goes just into the window dressing the architecture and all the architect everything for that it's like you can't just have naked characters you know you've got to have naked characters in space or <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of world building i think cybernetics is a bitch to draw yeah. a character yeah too. they are so. you guys remember lux and zoe this is why i abandoned them yeah. i know and i keep begging you to bring them back but i get it i understand yeah. why i want to it's just i can't it's so hard yeah and i don't so enjoy difficult. it that's the problem like I love to do things if I'm if I'm learning and I'm like, yeah, this is so awesome. But with that, I'm just like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> the just whole time. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, when will this be over? <laughs> and yeah, that's not I good. Understand. That's never a good <laughs> so that's, no. that's not where you want to be. Yeah. If it's not fun and you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, I, I get it. If it's not fun, right. but you are getting paid for it, then then suck it up and do it. <laughs> you can only do that for so uh, long. No, like then you ask, well, how much? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if that's the you. if that's the last question we're gonna do, uh, we should probably have you plug whatever your stuff is, whatever yeah, wherever is we a... find you, what what your stuff is, and so everybody knows where we can find you. Yep. Um, as I said earlier in in the podcast, um, the main place I post most of my stuff, finished work, sketches, and random bullshit thoughts or whatever, is uh, on my Twitter at uh, toh draws. Um, but as far as my like my most recent stuff that comes out that's going to be patreon it's patreon.com slash the other half um those are i've got i've got a bunch of other social media streets but basically if you just search the other half or the other half hentai or whatever you'll find on google you'll find the other stuff i got like new grounds and ink bunny and whatever sweet okay but, cool. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did want to say. I did want to say because I've just recently gotten to the point where um, I can like actually make a living off of this. I actually um, am just signing the lease for my first apartment on my own. So, <gasps> hey. So nice. I, I just real quick want to make a shout out to like everybody, like both on Patreon and all my followers and everything. Just, just, just a thank you that like it's it's such a weird thing like five years ago to think someday i'm going to make a living off of drawing porn (laughs) 
So <laughs> yeah. So the, the just the fact I can do that just just thank you to anybody who's ever commented, liked, or shared my stuff or anything. It really helps a lot. So thank you. Awesome, man! Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, congrats. Oh. It's a big yeah. deal. Grazie. Well, thank you very, very much for being on our show. This was a blast. Yeah, and thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, man, you're welcome back anytime you want. Oh, and, oh uh, don't say that. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, so how's next week for you? No. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> it's but, yeah, it's cool. It's been fun. It's always nice to talk with other like-minded nerds, you know. Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and uh, to you, the listener, thank you so much again for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Ciao.